Provost Tinshaw, Marshall Berger, members of the stage party, faculty, graduates, and guests. I'm very pleased to introduce two of our outstanding graduate students who will be addressing the graduate degree recipients. Our speakers this year are Joaquin Feliciano, whose PhD in ecology will be converted this evening, and Ann Kelleher, who will receive her master's degree in linguistics this evening. Now both Joaquin and Ann have been very deeply involved in, in helping uh, ensure that graduate students are represented well on the campus and ensuring that the campus is responsive to the needs of graduate students. Joaquin, uh, I got to know Joaquin very well during the year that he served as graduate student assistant to the dean and chancellor. I've also come to know Anne very well during the current year as she has served as vice chair of the Graduate Student Association. So I consider both of them to be friends and outstanding graduate students, as I said, and I'm delighted to introduce them. One last little bit, they are married. Ladies and gentlemen, Joaquin Feliciano and Anne Kelleher. Thank you very much, Dean Gibling. Uh, before we get rolling, I just wanted to take a few moments on behalf of all of the students, the soon-to-be students, uh, to thank every, the staff in the Office of Graduate Studies, the Cal Aggie hosts, the ARC staff, and everyone else who worked so hard today to make today such a great event. So thank you very much. Well, it's truly an honor to speak to such an accomplished, brilliant, motivated, and just plain good-looking group of soon-to-be former graduate students. And while this is an honor, I have to say that creating this co-speech was one of the most difficult things Anne and I have had to do in a very long time. And I think one of the things that made it so difficult was the fact that we are both still so close to our own graduate student experiences. In fact, too close to understand what it all means or what it all meant. I hope that maybe 20 or 30 years down the line we'll have it all figured out and have another chance to, a, to deliver a commencement co-speech so at that time in the future we can blow everyone's mind with our perspective, our wisdom, and our astonishingly well-preserved good looks. But not tonight. No, tonight what we will do is share with you some of the important parts of our journey, journey as graduate students and the lessons that we've learned along the way. These are a few of our personal experiences, and we hope that the stories and thoughts will remind you of important points on your own journey. You're all receiving graduate degrees tonight. You're good-looking and bright, so we're sure you'll be able to figure out what we're really trying to say. Tonight's a time to celebrate, reflect on your own grad school experience, and remember who it was that helped you get here to the finish line. Our comments are simply here to jar your memory. Well, I started the PhD program in ecology here at UC Davis in the fall of 1997. And, if, and in case you're trying to do the math, let me save you the trouble and tell you that yes, 2005 minus 1,997 is eight very long years. Now, but even though it was almost a quarter of my life ago, I can still remember the excitement and enthusiasm I had as a brand new graduate student. I mean, I was on my way. I was studying ecology, I was taking classes, I was teaching classes, I was spending my summers splashing around in streams, uh, looking at fish, and I was collecting reams and reams of data that was just gonna be some powerful, paradigm-shifting stuff. I, mean, I was having the time of my life and getting paid almost enough to live on while I was doing it. <laughs> and at the time, it seemed like my dream of becoming a professor of ecology was just a few years around the corner. 
And for me, the most important lesson I took away from those times was just how wonderful it was to be studying and learning all this great new stuff. And that the feeling that exactly that, having your mind and your body simultaneously and fully engaged, was one of the most delicious experiences in all the world. Like Joaquin, my graduate school experience was exciting from the start, but I felt it in more of an unpredictable and terrifying sort of way. I certainly didn't go to grad school with a career goal in mind. I can identify the exact day when I realized that I needed to leave my job, secure, gainful employment with the university that paid much better than Joaquin's grad student gig, and get back to the uncertainties and joys that come with being a student. About year four in our time in Davis, I decided to apply for a new job here on campus. I was lucky enough to have found one of those unexpected but all-important pick-up faculty mentors in Jim Grishop from Human and Community Development. And I went to talk with him. I remember meeting with him on a bench outside of Hart Hall late one sunny afternoon to get some advice. To begin our conversation, I thought I should fill him in on my academic and professional background. 55 minutes into our hour-long conversation, we were still discussing what I thought was background, why I studied Chinese, living abroad, language teaching, and what can be gained by learning about another culture. Unfortunately, the position had nothing to do with any of this. With all the subtlety he could muster, he asked me what the heck I was doing applying for the job and what the heck I was doing in my current position anyway. He began to actively encourage me to think about applying to graduate school so I could continue my studies. He pointed out to me how obvious it was from an outsider's perspective that talking about languages and language learning just makes me very happy. I had to listen to this. I like being happy. In the meantime, while Anne was off learning how to be happy, I was realizing exactly how unhappy I was. Ironically, what started the whole process was participating in a graduate studies program called Professors for the Future, which is sort of like a finishing school for graduate students who want to go on to be professors. And while they don't teach you the really critical stuff, like how to prepare a 50-minute lecture in less than five minutes, um, they did give me some valuable information about what it means to be a professor with a capital P. And it turns out that when I was honest with myself, the more I learned about professoring, the more I knew that a career spent professoring was not for me. And on top of that realization was the equally troubling realization that I was headed in the same direction with research and ecology. The more I did it, the more I realized it just wasn't my bag. And I, now, in hindsight, the signs were all there. Too often, working on my dissertation meant working in the woodshop, learning to play the guitar, rock climbing, serving on about a dozen campus committees, moonlighting as a referee for high school girls lacrosse games, riding my road bike over 7,000 miles a year, and a host of other activities I picked up while I was doing research. Basically, I realized that what I thought was the beginning of a lifelong love affair with ecology, conservation, and professoring was really just a long, drawn-out case of puppy love that, like all crushes, was coming to an end. And so, with Anne's brave risk-taking in front of me as a guide, I set out to take some risks of my own. Brave risk-taking. For me, applying to grad school really was scary. It was risk-taking, and I was highly risk-averse. In fact, despite all of the enthusiasm I was finding for linguistics, it took a while with some exploration of the field and changing work circumstances to bring me to the point where I could even convince myself to apply to grad school. By the time I started my program, I'd been looking forward to it for so long, and it felt like such a great fit that the transition became a bit disconcerting and problematic. 
First, I would run into people I knew on campus for five years, and they would look at me with great surprise or even shock and say, wow, you look great. You look so happy. And second, the challenge of balancing my life with school and the rest of my life, my dogs, my husband, my friends and activities, was much more difficult than I'd anticipated. Grad school is not about moderation, and it's hard to remember that balance is a good thing. Maybe like Joaquin, early in his graduate career, I'm still in the honeymoon phase with linguistics, but maybe not. When I doze off to sleep reading articles about student identity and language learning, Joaquin asks me if I miss reading for fun. I tell him it is reading for fun. I'm happy to report that the risks I took four years ago seem to have paid off. I now work for student housing here, right here on campus. I'm still actively involved in the campus community as an educator and mentor, and I've been able to ditch all that ecology, research, and professoring stuff in favor of something that is infinitely more rewarding, and for me at least, balanced. And when I think about those times and my journey to the podium tonight, I think most about the people who helped me along the way. While it is true that I'm the one getting the degree and it's my name on the diploma, this was not a journey I could have completed by myself, and I suspect it's the same for you. From Carol Wall, the former Vice Chancellor for Student Affairs, who advised me to finish my degree despite my change in career paths, to Peter Moyle, my major advisor, who did not disown me when I told him I was moving on to become a Student Affairs Administrator here at Davis, to my wonderfully patient, wonderfully intelligent, and, and wonderfully wonderful wife. I am unspeakably grateful for all the help I received on my journey. And I encourage all of you, sometime during tonight's revelry, to think about the people who helped you get here today, and take some time to say thanks for all of their help. My journey to this podium tonight, again, for me, is something that brings to mind terror. One of the great and potentially terrifying things about being in graduate school is that it's a time you learn to do things you've never done before, sometimes whether you want to do them or not. For me, public speaking was one of the things I had to learn in the past two years. It's hard to present your research with a not-so-mildly debilitating fear of speaking in front of more than, say, two people at a time. But with the help of certain friends, professors, and my therapist, I've managed to overcome the worst of it, and it's been the advice, encouragement, and support of my family, my friends, my colleagues, and especially Joaquin, that pushed me, kicking and screaming, out of a predictable and safe life into this realm of uncertainty. And I think it's a very important part of the graduate student experience, discovering the boundaries in ourselves and in our fields that are somehow limiting, and then pushing past these limits. I'm continuing in the PhD program here, so I look forward to much more uncertainty, terror, and struggle. But for tonight, I can honestly say that it's a great pleasure to stand up here and still have a voice. Almost exactly two summers ago, Anne swam, biked, and ran in her first triathlon. It was a women's only event, and at the race, at the race every participant received a medal with an inscription on the back. And we thought that that inscription would be a great way to end this co-speech. So here's what it read. It said, the woman who starts the race is not the same woman who finishes the race. None of us here is the same person who started this graduate school journey X, X number of years ago. Those risks we took, those life-altering decisions that seemed tiny and insignificant when we were making them, they've all changed us. They have challenged us to grow and they have taught us about ourselves. Anne and I hope you've learned even more about your academic fields and, more importantly, about yourselves than we have while you've been at Davis. And while we're sure there are plenty more difficult decisions and challenges ahead for everyone here, tonight we'll close with just saying congratulations, thank you for your time and attention, 
and we wish you the best of luck on the next stage of your journey. Thank you very much.